January the 26th was Australia Day, so on today's Hot Pipes, I'm going to celebrate that nation's theatre organs with 22 tracks recorded mostly by Australians, old and new. Hi, I'm Steve Ashley, and I hope that you'll join me for a virtual concert trip around Down Under, starting with a theatre that I visited some 20 years ago, the Dendy in New Brighton, a suburb of Melbourne. This is Tony Fenelon with the title music from the 1965 stage musical Man of La Mancha. Thank you. 
The 315 Wurlitzer, originally from the Capitol Theatre Melbourne, now in the Dendy Theatre in New Brighton. Staying in Melbourne for the next seven tracks, Cole Porter's In the Still of the Night was taped by an artist who has appeared many times alongside Tony Fenelon. I am, of course, talking about John Atwell, who also happens to be the only artist in my library who has recorded the 317 Compton Hybrid in the town hall of Mulvern, which is only some eight kilometres from the Dendy.
The Compton was a mixture of many instruments from the UK, assembled by the infamous organ dealer George Barlow for sale to the Theatre Organ Society of Australia. George had created some of the parts and left them out in the rain, while he collected more ranks, resulting in much rainwater being shipped to Melbourne, ruining some of the contents. Fortunately, replacement parts were found to a specification drawn up by local organists with input from Vic Hammett and Jonas Nordwall, and the organ opened on the 11th of July 1992, with George Blackmore at the console. The second concert the following day featured Tony Fenelon and John Atwell. Hoyt's Regent Theatre in Melbourne has seen two Wurlitzers come and go, the first lost in a devastating fire in 1945. The auditorium was rebuilt in a similar style, except for the proscenium arch, which is now rectangular instead of the curved original. In order to fulfil insurance payout requirements, the Regent Management removed the 315 Wurlitzer in the Ambassador Theatre Perth and the 27 from the Lyceum Melbourne to produce the second Regent Wurlitzer, now a 419. That lasted until the organ was sold in 1969. The resident artist from 1952 to 1961 was Stanfield Holiday, who recorded The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane for a Planet EP in 1955.
co-composed by the Ames Brothers, who also had a hit with The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane in 1955. The fully restored Regent Melbourne is now enjoying its third Wurlitzer, A436, which originated in the Granada Theatre San Francisco with additions, and which is used extensively for the regular programming. When it opened in 1929, the Everson-designed Atmospheric State Theatre was one of the largest in Australia. It was equipped with dual four-manual consoles, a 21-rank Wurlitzer plus grand piano, and it was opened by Los Angelino Frank Lanterman, who was much later to purchase the San Francisco Fox Wurlitzer. In 1954, the Wurlitzer was recorded for an LP release by Aubrey Whelan and Laurie Wilson, on organ and piano, presumably, respectively. Blue Gown, composed in 1919 by Joseph McCarthy and Harry Tierney for the musical Irene. Unfortunately, the state wasn't as fortunate as the Regent, as it was twinned in 1962. 
The building still exists today as a performing arts centre and is known as the Forums 1 and 2, but much of the decor in the main lower level Forum 1 has been destroyed. The State Wellitzer's new home is in the Town Hall of Moorabbin, now known as Kingston, and it was installed and maintained by the Victoria Division of the Theatre Organ Society of Australia under the leadership of Julian Arnold. It was opened on April 29, 1970 by Lynn Larson, who, as far as I know, has only recorded the Dendy organ. The State Wellitzer was actually purchased by Gordon Hamilton, who apparently took some ten years of persuasion to cut an LP for the Fidelis label. This is the theme from the ITV series Fun de Valk.
eye level. Gordon Hamilton and the Kingston Town Hall Wurlitzer, date unknown. The uniquely styled Capitol Theatre Melbourne opened in 1924 with Horace Webber at the three-manual 15-rank Wurlitzer. Horace then stayed at the Capitol until 1929, returning for a year or so in 1933 and then again from 1938 to 1944. He returned for the final time for the theatre's closing in 1963, and this track of the Australian folk song, Along the Road to Gundagai, was subsequently released on an LP of that closing concert. Apologies for the audio quality of that track. I've cleaned and tweaked it as much as I dare. Incidentally, Gundagai is an actual town in New South Wales, and the song was first recorded by the famous tenor Peter Dawson in 1924. Back to the Dendy Theatre, the current home of the Capital Wurlitzer, for Rod McEwan's I'll Catch the Sun, featuring the Kingston City organist Scott Harrison from his Distinctly Dendy CD, released in 2003.
the charming ballad I'll Catch the Sun, which features in the 1968 film Joanna. Before I leave Melbourne on this virtual trip, here's another track taped on the Kingston Wurlitzer. From their 1989 Fire Those Pipes CD, this is Gordon McKenzie accompanying David Johnson on piano with the John Barry theme from Out of Africa. Moving on to Adelaide and a track from the late Ray Thornley and the 429 Wurlitzer Hybrid in the Capri Theatre in the suburb of Goodwood. Ray was far better known for his electronic organ work, 
although early in his career he was resident on the 27 Christie in the Victory Theatre, Gogora, New South Wales, for some years. Taming the Tenor is a track from the Five Alive compilation LP and CD and one of his three debut tracks on Theatre Pipes. The Capri Theatre was opened as the New Goodwood Star Theatre in 1941 
and didn't take its full name of Cinema Capri, the international cinema, until 1967. It was acquired by Toza, South Australia, in December 1978 and run by professional management, with Toza volunteers swelling the staff numbers when required. The Wurlitzer Hybrid, assembled from various organ parts, was opened in April 1983, complete with pizza-style glass-fronted chambers on either side of the stage. The previous project that Toza embarked upon was the installation of the 212 Wurlitzer in the Wyatt Hall of Pulteney Grammar School. The Organ Society was successful in acquiring the 212 in the plaza, which had originally come from the Regent's Sydney. The opening on 12th of December 1970 featured Knight Barnett and Tony Fenelon. It lasted for 34 years until the school wanted to redevelop Wyatt Hall. Thank You Very Much from the 1970 musical Scrooge was recorded by Barry Hall in 1973. 
Neil Jensen and Old Cape Cod, featuring the 315 Wurlitzer in St Peter's College Memorial Hall in Adelaide. The organ originated in the Regent Theatre Adelaide and was removed immediately after the closure of the theatre in 1967. The reinstallation was completed the following year. The Wurlitzer was used extensively for broadcasting, principally by Knight Barlett and Tony Fenelon. But the fire that devastated the auditorium in 1985 fortunately barely affected the organ, and the Memorial Hall was rebuilt with better facilities, even placing the organ console on a lift. I've mentioned Knight Barnett several times today, so this next track is one of the rare vinyl recordings that he made. It features the 315 Regent Adelaide Wurlitzer, and it was produced by Concert Recordings and released on the Moonlight Records label. The liner notes state that the tracks were recorded between live rehearsals and film presentations, but the poor, variable and noisy quality of the tracks lead me to believe that these were taped off-air from the many broadcasts that Knight made. I've done my best to clean up and add some ambience to Java. Next stop is Perth in Western Australia. The town of Nedlands is an affluent suburb just to the southwest of the downtown area, and its John Leckie Community Centre is home to a 310 Compton from the Plaza Cinema Worthing. The Compton was shipped to Australia in 1971, but it wasn't until 1988 that it was installed in Nedlands. One of the few recordings of the organ that I have is by Don Thompson who in 2003 braved soccer and general public activity in this sports pavilion, resulting in numerous takes to splice together tracks as free from extraneous noise as possible. Gus Khan and Aisham Jones' It Had To Be You was one of the tracks that survived.
Purely by coincidence, the next selection is also a Gus Kahn and Isom Jones hit from 1924, I'll See You in My Dreams. This was a 2004 in-concert recording by Chris McPhee on the 321 Wurlitzer in the Karenyup Community Centre, owned by the city of Stirling, a northern suburb of Perth. Originally from the Metro Theatre, Perth, the Wurlitzer was purchased by Ray Clements and John Furman in 1972, when it consisted of two manuals and 12 ranks, and gradually expanded by them to its current specification. Thank you. 
Moving back east, my next visit is to Canberra, the country's capital, situated between Melbourne and Sydney. Its Albert Hall contains the 3-9 Compton from the Government Cinema Cheltenham, Gloucestershire, and is owned by the Capital Territory Division of the Theatre Organ Society of Australia, which was started in 1973. In 2018, Cliff Bingham released a two-CD set of his concert travels around the nation, which has provided the only four tracks I have of this instrument. From an undated concert, this is John Barrett's haunting John Dunbar theme. Thank you. 
Recordings of residence installations in Australia are rare. Whether that's because there are so few in homes or just that they haven't been recorded is unknown, but I have just one such, and it takes us to John Clancy's house in Wentworthville, New South Wales. The Southern Cross webpages list the Wurlitzer as having two manuals and 18 ranks, originally in residence in 1928, then to the Auburn Civic Theatre in 1934, and finally to Clancy in 1967. When Dennis Palmistra recorded Sem Magnifica for concert recording, it was a 214. There's a Southern Cross webpage showing all known theatre pipe and photoplay installations in Australia, but I suspect that it's not up to date. Nevertheless, it has been very helpful in the production of today's hot pipes. The 210 Wurlitzer in the Prince Edward Theatre in Sydney was opened in 1925 and played its final concert in 1965. The theatre was demolished the following year. Fortunately, the final concert was recorded and released on an EMI custom LP, to raise funds for the organ preservation, although much of Noreen Hennessy's playing is, frankly, quite pedestrian. This is one of the better tracks. William Tell Overture, Part 2.
In 1968, the Prince Edward Wurlitzer was rehomed in the town hall of Marrickville, just a short distance from Sydney Airport. Its new owners, Toza New South Wales Division, added just one rank, a Kinura, originally from the region Adelaide. As far as I can see in my library, this excellent Wurlitzer has only been commercially recorded by one Australian artist, John Atwell, on a CD released in 2010. This is the novelty buffoon, composed in 1932 by Zez Comfrey as a piano solo.
Tutane Christie was installed in the Duke of York, later Odeon Theatre in Eastwood, another suburb of Sydney, for its opening in 1932. It was apparently moved to the Baptist Church of Epping, just north of Eastwood, in 1959, and from there the trail goes cold. It isn't mentioned on the Toza website. At some point, Cliff Bingham recorded a concert in the church. Let Her Go March is one of the six tracks appearing on his concert collection double CD.
the Willis uh, in the Orion Centre Capsi, Sydney, is still very much in situ and is one of the instruments owned and maintained by the New South Wales Division of Toza. The Sydney Capital Theatre Organ was used until 1957, and in 1963, Toza members brought the 315 Wurlitzer back to life for a series of concerts. On the theatre's closing in 1972, management offered the Society the first option to purchase, but it wasn't until 1988 that it opened in the Orion Function Centre, a former theatre in the Canterbury suburb. Fortunately, the capital itself survived and has been fully restored as a performing arts theatre.
John Giacci, and this is my beloved from Kismet, the now 317 Wurlitzer in the Orion Centre, Campsi. The Eberson-designed atmospheric capital theatre was saved from the wrecking ball in the 1980s and completely restored, sans Wurlitzer. I have just one long player of the organ in its original home. It's an early concert recording release featuring Ian Davies, who had held a five-year residency at the Capitol in Melbourne, as well as periods playing the city's Hoyt circuit, the Plaza Regent and Capitol Wurzers prior to World War II. Fittingly, for this extra long hot pipes, this is Gotta Travel On. I've played at least one track from every Australian theatre organ in my library today, hence the extra-long show, not to mention extra-long research time. I hope you've enjoyed this marathon trip around Australia to celebrate the landing of the first British prisoner fleet of 11 ships at Port Jackson, New South Wales, 
and the subsequent raising of the British flag at Sydney Cove in 1788. To play out, here's Chris McPhee and the Capri Wurlitzer with one of the nation's most traditional folk songs, Waltzing Matilda. I'm now going to take a break from show production until my wife recovers from her debilitating vertigo. Until next time, which hopefully won't be too long, this is goodbye from Steve Ashley. <laughs>